From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 197, for the week of September 26, 2013. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan a perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disneyland team. Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo Mulatto-Willie, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. In this week's show, Nancy has the first part in her Legoland trip report and special guest Allison Henry joins us to begin her personalized trip planning sessions. All that plus this week's news, roundtable rapid fire, and our Disboard start of the week on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello everyone. Hello. How's everyone doing? Good. I am just well. got back ten minutes ago from Legoland. Well, then it'll be fresh on your mind. <laughs> yeah, definitely. She's still picking out the bricks from bricks between from her your toes. toes. Yes, exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was not there more than 45 minutes before I managed my first Brick floor the injury. <laughs> Oh my I'm sorry to hear that because that's there are a pretty lots big of part. Stories coming. <laughs> hmm? I said that's fact, that good, I guess. Um, one thing I, I didn't mention a couple weeks ago when I was at Disneyland is, or no, when was a week and a half? Anyway, last time I was at Disneyland, I saw the I talked about the tractors and and the and the and the carpet, but I forgot that I had seen the Indiana Jones. The new Indiana Jones special effects. Has anybody else seen those yet? Haven't I've only seen, seen it. On, I saw yeah. it. On it is really cool how they, they basically project video on Mara's face. Oh, very nice. Yeah, it, it's really really cool. So check that out next time you're in, make make an effort to go and see Indiana Jones if it's if you can get yourself a fast pass. It's really really cool. Um, any other housekeeping? Uh, yes. Go to wow, I do. Okay, first of all... Wait, who are you, Tony? Okay. Yeah. Um, I drew... Okay, so this is all because work, because you know I don't do anything extra. Um, so <laughs> I was driving... I had a conference, a really exciting conference, okay. and I went to the Garden Grove Hyatt Regency, and it was really, really, really nice. Yes. And so, again, I keep promoting people to go down the street a little bit and look at those prices, because... I don't know what the price is. It is a Hyatt, but it was very nice in the atrium, and the food was good, and they had really good cookies. And so um just letting people know about that. And also, we used to, I don't... We, used to get, we got that one once or twice on when, when we were doing Priceline. We didn't yeah, have that I, one. And um, it's then, so that, and then as I was driving there, I passed by... Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Yes. <laughs> Were there and t- yes, and I can tell you there's been no progress. There was no construction oh. people there. There was no nothing so there. Sad. And I think my idea of Farrell's lapping I don't I am I think that's a sure bet that Farrell's is gonna open before that thing. There was I mean there was it was gutted. It was a gutted I think Carrows or something like like I don't know what building it was, but it was gutted and there was no sign of anything anywhere. So I just wanted to share I, I, I that. I think that the the Great Wolf Lodge is going to beat beat um, Roscoe's. <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, it's and then yeah, you'll just it was okay. Roscoe's. So there's my <laughs> housekeeping. 
because I was doing work and I drove by it yes, and I had to look. So. Well, and I think the the sign is starting to fall off of, of Roscoe's. <laughs> yeah. too. The, the banner is not, so. not this. And in Southern California, they're taste. They are a test marketing McDonald's chicken and waffles. So if you really like chicken and waffles, you can try it in Southern California. I don't think it's that. the same. I haven't tried it yet. McDonald's chicken and waffles. And we have <laughs> is no. It, is uh, it a burger? No, it's. I don't know. I've just seen the picture and it's. Chicken a waffle and, burger, maybe. No, no, it's you guys. It's chicken and waffles. This is not Cutthroat <laughs> Kitchen, I'm... and people aren't taking stuff away from them. For those of you that watch that, you get that. Um, I just got cable after six months. I'm really excited to talk about television again. Um, <laughs> it was football season. I had to get cable. I'm kind of but disappointed. I... We usually get a lot of the test market stuff here in Fresno, so. Yeah, that's what I heard that they're doing, and I've seen it in the drive-through. So. Nice. That's my housekeeping. Thank you, Tony. Any other housekeeping? Well, I'd just like to remind our listeners that we're really interested in doing a Give Kids the World fundraiser out in California. So if anybody has any ideas, would like to participate, you could just send an email to dlpodcast at wdwinfo.com and, you know, we'll, we'll start running with them. Excellent. Yay. Um, next want to mention that next news show will be our 200th episode. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, pretty exciting. Is Neil Patrick exciting. Harris going to host it? <laughs> no, but we will have a special guest. Ooh. Well, no, uh, Ooh. Wayne's going to come back and, and join us for that episode, so we'll all Yay. share our favorite Yay. segments from the last 199 or whatever it is. So that's going to be fun. Um, any other housekeeping? Mary Jo, did you have anything? I do have a couple okay, real quick ahead. ones. Uh, for the people who are going to be making reservations for Club 33, uh-huh. um, my, I have a, a contact who's a member there, and he said that today he told me that October 6th is going to be the last day they take brunch, or lunch, excuse me, um, lunch reservations. After that, it'll just be dinner. Oh, wow. Over there. And then... Um, Part of the, I guess, limited time magic, or at least for this season, uh-huh. starting um, until while well, supplies last, they have these really <laughs> cool. Uh, I know, right? They're the, you know, those headbands that people wear throughout the parks and the Mickey ears or whatever, and they have like Minnie and the little bow. They have um, several of those for the villains. Oh, I saw those. Those look so cool. The, the and apples, right now, the poison apples. Yeah. Are, those look cool. They have yeah. uh, the Evil Queen, Maleficent, uh, Queen of Hearts, and Ursula. Mm-hmm. So right now is the perfect time to get one of those ears. Um, wear them for Halloween. You could um, be make it part of your costume. Um, and they'll be selling them at Disneyland and in California Adventure at various areas. Very cool. Um, don't forget, if you want to join the podcast, the Orlando podcast team and your and your fellow listeners, Podcast Cruise 5.0 sails out November 30th, 2014. Uh, there's, there's still lots of room on the cruise, so we'll make sure we put a link to all that information in the show notes. Uh, that's a seven-night Western Caribbean alternate, alternate, alternate itinerary, so it stops in Jamaica. That'll be different. Jamaica. Yeah. I've never been to Jamaica. I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Me too. Don't forget chat. Oh, night. Mary Jo, are oh. you going to get your hair braided? <laughs> I did that last cruise. I remember I that. <laughs> um, I'll get my Love hair braided it. if Carol gets her hair braided. <laughs> well, don't, 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 
Don't make an appointment. (laughs) (laughs) That was a sure bet for me, I think. (laughs) Don't forget, chat night, Wednesday nights, 9 p.m. If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at dlpodcast at wdwinfo.com. If you want links to anything we talk about, any old shows, uh, you can go to disunplugged.com and find all of that information. Any other housekeeping? Are we good? Let's head over to Tony with the news. Disneyland is overhauling its disabled access program to curb abuse. The Disneyland Resort is overhauling a program that allows visitors with disabilities to bypass regular ride lines, the culmination of a months-long effort to curb abuse in the system, a park official said. Beginning October 9th, visitors to the resort's two theme parks who present a Disney-issued disability card will no longer be granted immediate backdoor access to rides, a park spokeswoman said. The Disneyland Resort is making changes to a program that allows visitors with disabilities to bypass regular ride lines in an effort to curb abuse of the program. Instead, they'll be issued a return time for the attraction based on its wait time, similar to the FastPass system offered to all visitors. The existing program certainly has been problematic, and we wanted to curb some of the abuse of this system. Disneyland Resort spokeswoman... Oh, say, it, say her name. Susie say Brown. her name. Susie Brown said Saturday. Tom, come on. Sorry. Job. He said, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm hurt. And she's hurt too. Because she's a, she listens all the time. Yes, I'm sure she does. Um, yeah. With, all, with everyone else. Critics reacted swiftly, including local autism advocates who decried the overhaul as unaccommodating to children with autism. Mm-hmm. They launched online petitions calling on Disney to reverse course. Mission Viejo parent Rebecca Goddard who takes her four- and six-year-old sons with autism to Disney about once a week, said her sons cannot wait in lines longer than a few minutes. Both sons began pushing and shoving other people and speaking in increasingly loud and angry voices, Goddard said. My boys don't have the cognition to understand why it's going to be a long wait, Goddard said. There are so few things for my boys that bring them utter joy and happiness. To mess with it just makes me sad. Visitors with disabilities will be required to visit centralized kiosks spread across the parks to return a return request a return time for a specific ride. They will not be able to receive more than one return time at any given time. Brown of the Disneyland Resort said she could not immediately confirm that this is actually going to take place (laughs) and that more details will be forthcoming prior to the October 9th rollout of the Disability Access Service Card program, she said. We have an unwavering commitment to making our parks accessible to all guests. The Disneyland Resort said in a statement Saturday, given the increasing volume of requests we receive for special access to our attractions, we are changing our process to create a more consistent experience for all our guests while providing accommodations for guests with disabilities. There you go. I'm glad they're doing something, but I don't know. I, I mean, it sounds like it's fair. It, it, you know, I... I, I they still won't have to wait, will they? I mean, they they just go and get the card, and they just have to wait somewhere else so you can go. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. To me, we won't. I mean, we won't know until it happens. Right. So. Yeah, and you know, you, you you didn't really get immediate boarding. Uh, I mean, you still had to wait. Yeah. A, a goodly deal, and and for something like pirates, I know because Carol, you know, needs requires assistance. We we waited longer in the. You know the assistance line right. than than we did if we had gone if we were able to go through the regular queue. So, um, you know, so I think this so might be work better for some people. I mean, it's you know, you you can't expect. 
as someone with a guest assistance card, you can't expect to get on more rides than a normal person would. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I shouldn't say normal, but you know what I mean. I mean, one who doesn't require one assistance. One who doesn't require yeah. assistance. So yeah. this, I mean, it, it sounds like it's going to be equitable. Yeah. And at California Adventure, the way they built those queues, you most folks can go through them. Yep. You know, if, you, if they're in wheelchairs or scooters or yeah. something. Yeah. Without you know needing special entrance or anything. It's going to be interesting to f- see how it, how it plays out when it actually goes into effect. And it's interesting, and I not I don't really want to touch this with a ten foot pole, mm-hmm. but I'm going to try to at least go around it. Um, yeah. I know people that whose kids have attention issues or, um, you know, things like that. And they'll say, oh, no, you can get a guest pass. It's no big deal. And so I do think there should be some kind of way to make sure it's not abused. You can't because every, it's, it's all in the – whether you need assistance or not, it's all in the eye of the beholder. And some people take advantage of it and some people really need it. And we don't know which kid needs it and which kid doesn't or which adult needs it and which adult doesn't. But I'm interested to see how they try to – Make it equitable for all the people that need assistance. Right. So it's going to be interesting. Okay, our second story. People complain no matter what, so there you go. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Now our second story. Okay. Disney honors <laughs> a placentia resident for service. Placentia is near Disneyland. It is east of Anaheim, basically. So there you go. There's your geography lesson for. Thank you, day. Mr. Spatel. Well, it's one of the neighboring towns to where I live, so I know. Okay, so there you go. Where's Placentia, everybody? East of Anaheim. Thank you, job. Next Thank door you. to Tony. <laughs> yeah, okay. Disneyland Resort recognized one of its own for his years of service and dedication to the company with a celebration inside the park last week. Placentia resident Mark Towell was honored along with nearly 1,000 other employees with a service award to recognize his 45 years with the company. The resort currently employs 25,000 people. Tal, 53, started with the company in 1968 as a busboy and rose through the ranks to become a cook and eventually an operations manager for the food and beverage department. He's in charge of outdoor vending, the central bakery, and the receiving team for the resort. He now oversees nearly 350 employees. The challenge with working in the resort is it's like a city, Tal said. It really takes you a while just to learn how to navigate around the company so you can be an effective manager. In February, he was also honored with the Walt Disney Legacy Award, an honor given to employees who go above and beyond their job duties to inspire employees and create a happy atmosphere for guests. Only 200 of the 4,588 Disney employees worldwide nominated were chosen for the Legacy Award this year. Tal's experience at the park has been extensive. He said no other company could provide so many different opportunities in one career field. You get to do a lot of things here without ever moving, he said. I've done about everything you can do in food and beverage in one place. He said Disney has been good to him. He met his wife there, and even though he's eligible to retire, he has no plans to stop working. I enjoy working here. I enjoy the people I work with. He said there's nothing really to retire to. And some extra facts to go along with our story that uh, the service award celebrates employees in how many year increments? Class? Five. You know? Five, correct. And how many service award recipients were there or are there? Don't know. Anybody? Okay, don't know. Good guess. 1,396. Wow. Legacy Award recipients, 1,162 total. 594 in 2012. Here's the question. How many from Disneyland? 
How many do you think out of 594? 300. 300. Nancy? I was... Mm. 287. 287. <laughs> Lower. Lower. You know, you Lower. do that thing where you... The clock game. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, of course. Yeah, I guess they have probably okay. four times as many. Okay, come on, let's go. Nobody else is going to... Okay, fine. I was thinking it'd be higher. Oh, yeah, that's right. Seventy-five. That's what I was going to say, Tony. You beat so I know. Well, I knew you were going to say it, and I didn't. I just, I didn't want then you to get a big head when Darn. you knew the right answer. Seventy-five from Disneyland, and that is the news. So I was in town that the day they did that party. Those were like the. But we saw them from a distance, but those fireworks were awesome. They did like a special fireworks show for that party for the the cast member party. They closed the mm-hmm. park at like five o'clock and then did, did that. And what I had heard is they had made those fireworks to be seen from the rivers of America. So they centered them that way. Oh. And they just, I mean, the, the finale of that thing was, was just rocking. I mean, it was, yeah. That's nice. I'm glad yeah. they did that because they cut out those, the Christmas party for cast members, right? Mm-hmm. So at least now they, you know, they at least they still have the cast member recognition party. Yeah. <clears throat> they deserve it. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Tony. Uh, time for rapid fire. Let's start with Michael. Well, it's that time of year, limited magic. And mm-hmm. so this time, in order to capitalize on Talk Like a Pirate Day that we recently celebrated, um, from now through September 29th, a lot of things that Disneyland did a few years ago when pirates were all the rage, they're repeating. <laughs> so, um, you mean the, they're not all the rage anymore? <laughs> no, we're waiting for Pirates 5, oh, yeah. that I guess has been delayed. Uh-huh. And the Bootstrapper's Pirate Band will be back to entertain us in New Orleans Square with their tall tales and musical skills. And also, a band of scurvy pirates are going to take over the... S- Sailing Ship Columbia, and they're going to be looking to train new recruits, recruits, so watch Mm. out. And back over at Pirates there on Tom Sawyer Island, it's been a bit quiet these last few years. You're going to see Pirates back over there again, including a a pirate with a comical parrot sidekick, and even Captain Jack Sparrow, ladies, is going to be back. Also... But you have to take a raft to see him. Yes, you do. Or swim. <laughs> or swim, yes. Or jump from the sailing ship Columbia. Yes, yes. But I don't um, recommend that, really, I don't. So, as also as part of limited, limited Time Magic, children and adults can participate in the Pirates League experience. You can get your your Pirates makeover, and that is um, until October 31st. They're over at the Halloween Carnival at Big Thunder Ranch Jamboree, but from now until September 29th, or while supplies last, you can get complimentary pirate teeth to go along with your pirate look. Oh, my. Yeah, yeah, really. Is there real gold in those teeth? I'm sure they are, or, or, yes, thank you, or, or pressed pennies, perhaps. Yes, there you go. (laughs) And you can, you know, make reservations, um, you know, as you always do. And also at the Halloween carnival, I just found out that in addition to all the regular villains that they have this year, they're adding Jafar and Maleficent. For the first time, Maleficent's a walk around character this Halloween season. 
So we'll have some links um, in our show notes to Halloween time at Disneyland and the Pirates League experience. Very so cool. you know, get your buckle your swash and get on over there. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. <laughs> um, Mary Jo. Oh well, over in Los Angeles, there's a museum um, called the A and D or the Architecture and Design Museum. It's on Wilshire Boulevard. And they have an exhibit over there called the Never Built Los Angeles, which is an exhibit that it's, um, well, as it says, it, it, it examines uh, visionary works that had great potential to reshape Los Angeles. They're, from buildings to master plans, theme parks, transportation proposal, etc. And they just never materialize. And so they have this um, exhibit through October. And included in the exhibit is... The, it's the original hand-drawn map from a theme park that was going to be called Bible Storyland. Huh. And this Saturday, the September 28th, they're having a screening of the movie called Bible Storyland, which is kind of a quirky exploration into the meaning of life, death, obsessions. It highlights the 10-year quest of this art dealer named Harvey Jordan, who was um, who who went to go find out what was the story behind this theme park. So the film has never before seen footage and information about Disneyland, The Wizard of Oz, Yo-Yo's, which I have no idea what it is, but Yo-Yo's is in there, Hollywood, other Hollywood films and um, religiousness that happened in the early 1960s. And um, the film features um, a person that we've heard of and that some of you who went to the Disney um, D23 Expo, Charles Phoenix, oh, yeah. is in it as well as some others, and he's going to be introducing the film at this special screening that's going to be um, held over at the exhibit at this museum. So I just thought, you know, that with the Disneyland tie, and here again we have these these um, screenings, this, this exhibit that's in this museum here in Los Angeles that does have Disney ties. So for any of the locals who are interested, we'll have a link in the show notes um, to how to get to the museum and go see the screening. I the there is a cost. It starts at seven PM and museum members um are charged ten dollars and the general public is fifteen dollars if they'd like to see it. But um there's some uh Hill House Hauser, uh he had um California Gold said that this was yeah, right. Yeah. He had said that uh he he what did he say? He gave a positive thumbs up on, on this uh particular film. So and there you go. Thank you, Mary Jo. I will go next. Just want to remind people that Mickey's Halloween party starts this weekend. And already there are a couple days sold out. One is tomorrow night, Friday the 27th. And the other night that's sold out now is Friday, October 4th. Both of those nights are sold out. Tickets are still available for any other night. Uh, ticket prices go as low as $51 for an annual pass in advance. Or 59 for a uh, general admission, general not non-annual pass holder in advance, up to highest price is $74, um, and that is for Halloween and the day before Halloween. Uh, so if you're thinking about getting going to the Halloween party at Disneyland, get your tickets now. We're going October 11th. Woo-hoo. Looking forward to it. Excellent. Um, it's fun. Yeah, it is. Nancy. 
Okay. You've heard me talk about the Discovery Science Center a few times, just down the street from Disneyland off Interstate 5. Well, they now have their new October um, science exhibits up, and the one most notably that might be fun is Spooky Science from nice. October 5th through 20th. The, from October 5th through 31st. <laughs> cool. There'll be creepy crawlers, pumpkins, friendly spooks all making their way to the Discovery Science Center. Join us as they explore pumpkins of all shapes and sizes and colors and investigate the seeds inside of them. Learn about the, fra- the phases of the moon. Explore a spooky 3D maze. Check out spiders of all sizes and colors and much more. Even the youngest of goblins will enjoy spooky fun while learning about shapes as they create their own jack-o'-lanterns out of belt and don't miss these activities on the weekend make your own slime to take home join (laughs) our our costume parade extravaganza see a spooktacular light show enjoy our new spooky science stage so shows and trick-or-treat and take home a goodie bag and extra things um for the 12th and 13th is Unbelievable Magic. Um, they'll be doing a magic show, and uh, they'll even teach some of the science behind some of the classic tricks. Um, Creepy Crawlers is October 19th and 20th, where they highlight six and eight-legged friends throughout the shows and activities. They'll have you itching all the way home. Uh, Appropriate. For this time You'll be year. having presentations with Dr. Sue's Insect Zoo and a an NHM entomologist where you will learn all about bugs. That's NHM being Natural History Museum. Entomologist where you'll learn all about bugs and their habitats and food sources. You can touch them with your own hands or sit back and watch. And then October 26th and 27th, jack-o'-lanterns. And... They'll have a special display of expertly carved jack-o'-lanterns and a giant pumpkin from Tanaka Farms. Very cool. So all included with general admission. Very nice. Thank you, Nancy. Tony. Okay, San Diego, because it's my town. Kids free in October. And I thought it was just the zoo, but it's the entire city. So... (laughs) Yes, it so is. Just go pick up a um, free kid or what? Yeah, kids are free <laughs> San Diego. Okay, kids have free admission in October to more than 30 museums. Wow. And you can ride to San Diego with Amtrak. Kids ride free on Amtrak Pacific Surfliner, October 1st to October 31st. Um, Birch Aquarium free. Uh, kids eat free at Courtyard by Marriott, but don't you already get free breakfast there? Uh, kids eat free at Bun's Burger Joint at the Days Hotel, SeaWorld. There's tons and tons and tons of free stuff in October wow. for your kids. Um, kids eat free at John's Incredible Pizza. Yum. Um, kids eat free at McCormick and Schmick's. Okay, I need to smuggle some kids in. So Tony, I, I, I may have missed it. What are the ages up to what age? Uh, that's a good question. You didn't miss it. It doesn't say. Oh. I can't. Well, I mean, I'm sure it says, but that would require some, some, some uh, close reading. So um, it just says kids. It looks like 12 and under for the most part. I was going to say it may um, vary depending on the... It may vary, but it looks mostly like 12 and under, but that also includes um, the wild animal park and the zoo with an wow. adult. So San Diego is the place to be in October if you have kids because Let's go. kids are free. And if you want more information, if you go to www.sandiego.org, there will be a big banner that says kids free in October. 
Very nice. It says join the kid invasion this October. Oh. Cute. 100 plus kids free deals. Very nice. That is that's cool. Not that I'm going to take him, but yeah, that's still cool. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. All right, thank you, Tony. That will do it for rapid fire. Time for our thread of the week, Mary Jo. Before I get to the thread of the week, I have another thread that I just wanted to bring to people's attentions over in the Disneyland boards. And it's written by Crystal1313. And she puts, Simba hidden in rocks at Radiator Springs Racers? Hello, I've heard there's a Simba carved into the rocks at Radiator Springs Racers. Is it true? If so, where? My friends and I spent 45 minutes trying to find it last week to no avail. Well, I'd love to know where to look on our next visit. So there's a couple of pages where people are talking about this uh, Simba and the rocks, and somebody in their blog had pictures of it, and they've included the pictures on our th- on the thread. Is it on like the Disneyland Indian, Indian painting or something? No, it's a it's a rock formation. Oh wow! Okay. Cool. And it's Simba looking up in the looking up in the sky, which I totally did not. I'm always looking at the Cadillac Range, so yeah. um, I don't think it's the part of the Cadillac Range. Um, but so anyway, take a take a look on the thread and weigh in and say whether you think it's Simba or not. One of the rumors is that Cars Land was built on the Simba parking in the Simba section. Uh-huh. I didn't even know there was a Simba section, but if that's true, then good, well, good going. The lot, the... yeah, so. Pardon me? It was a Lion King parking lot, wasn't it? I don't know. Oh, that's right. It was. Yeah. So um, very clever and, and, you know, leave it to people on the Internet to ferret yeah. these things out if it's true. But everybody go take a look at that thread, which we'll, we'll have a link on our show notes. The thread of the week is Last Ride Traditions by Alacy One or Alacy One. Um, and she comes from Washington. And she puts, I know a lot of people have a tradition of their first ride when they go to Disneyland. Does anyone have a last ride tradition? I have a picture of my kids on the teacups at midnight, our last ride on our last night in Disney, and it still warms my heart every time I look at it. Even though the pic is slightly blurry, it captures the memory so perfectly that I feel like I want to make it a tradition as our last ride. It was their first trip to Disney, but we are talking about taking them back again this spring. Do you have last night traditions? And before I go to some of the responses on the thread, I just wanted to go around the, our virtual, around California (laughs) (laughs) and ask you guys and think back not to, you know, you know, now when we have annual passes, we go all the time, but that there was a time when we all went to Disneyland as a destination and as family vacations or even Disney World, let's say a Disney park. Did any of you have any traditions on the last ride or last thing that you did um, before you left the parks? No. No, (laughs) sorry. It it was whatever. It was an eat. It was an, if we had an e-ticket left, we'd all argue over which, which attraction <laughs> would go on. It was usually pirates or it's a small world. <laughs> Nancy, what about you? We don't. <laughs> we honestly don't. It's kind of a whenever we have to give up, we give up. And yeah, that's what yeah, I was going to say. It's, <laughs> it's usually fireworks or phantasmic or something at the end. We, after that, we seldom go on any rides. For mm-hmm. us, it was if we had an e-ticket left, we usually chose on um, the Matterhorn. 
Oh wow! Because that was such a big ride for us back in back in the back in the day, uh-huh. and um, I remember that just to us it was such a thrill to ride that attraction at nighttime, uh-huh. um, and the and the lines were smaller at the end of the night than they were during the day, of course. So we always chose the Matterhorn. With my kids, it was the train because we were too tired to walk to the front of the park when they were little. Now, let me back up a minute. A couple times with West, when he's been with me, the the last ride, tra- not tradition, but um, it's happened more than once, was Grizzly River Run or, or Splash Mountain, one of the water rides. Because you, you could go back and change your Yeah, clothes. exactly. Or get in the car and change. Yeah. So... A, a lot of times for me, if I'm not with family, it'll, it's lately been the Haunted Mansion will be my last one. Cause I like riding it at night and by then the park's almost empty. So yeah. it sort of gives it that eerie feeling. That's pretty cool. Yep. That's pretty cool. What, 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 well, our, what do our readers say? Our fellow What's, what say our readers? <laughs> they say it. Um, Munchkin322, they finished their trip at the downtown pin, downtown disney pin trading store so they like to go over there for any last minute pins or trades before they go other people it's um we have um, butterfly 123 says when the kids were little it was it's a small world and she says i remember my youngest being a little teary but trying not to trying hard not to show it walking from it's a small world out to the front of the park down main street for our final exit that's so sad. Now it's always Pirates of the Caribbean. Our second to the last trip, we were fortunate to again get our own boat all to ourselves for our last ride. Nice. It was another very special ride, something I won't forget. And um, Maggie, uh, 7313, she came back and she said... What's with all these um, numbers? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> you know? We, we will have a we'll have a, a thread on the community board. What does your number mean? Um, she says that they finished theirs on a full circuit on the railroad, starting and ending at Main Street. That was hers. Um, another person, Dot Two Vegas, said uh, last ride is Pirates of the Caribbean, and then they grab a bench near Walt's apartment and they enjoy a snack and just kind of watch people walk out. Uh-huh. I thought that was kind of yeah. cool. And then. Uh, Last one is, um, huh, this is one that I would never do. Astro Blasters, <laughs> right when the park is closing. Okay. Astro, Astro Blasters scare me. I just don't. Um, they and need another, to put them back up on where they used to be. Yes, when you take that <laughs> elevator, right, oh, that yeah. hydro lift okay. up to the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Calimar. Oh, that's a cute name, Calamar. Calamar puts uh, Pirates, then Haunted Mansion, and during the holidays, we then take the train to Toontown Station and make It's a Small World our last ride. So if you have a ride that or a tradition that you do on the very last day before you leave the Disneyland Resort, please uh, post on a thread or look at some of the other ideas if you're looking for inspiration on what to do for your fa- friends or family. Maybe uh, Allison can read this. Um, and uh, get some ideas on, on these traditions. Excellent. Thank you, Mary Jo. Thank you, team. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch our other Disneyland segments this week, and of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.